Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Jessica Gardstein, co-founder of Fronin Foods, a gluten and dairy-free ice cream company that uses clean and simple ingredients. At the young age of 23, Jessica teamed up with a fellow undergrad at the University of Chicago, and together they launched Fronin, which is now sold at 600-plus retailers throughout the U.S. Wow, Jessica, what a great idea. So many of us have great ideas, but so few of us actually take it to launch. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. I'd like to begin, and and often we start, by just sharing, because I think there's so many listeners that have either young daughters or granddaughters or themselves, and they're saying, okay, here's a young woman who was inspired to found a food distribution company. Can you talk a little bit of how you founded it, a little bit of how you came up with your name, and just a little bit of background of what was happening that that this started to occur? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was in college, I loved to eat ice cream. I still, of course, really love to eat ice cream. And as somebody with celiac disease, I can't eat gluten, um, but I also have just a sensitive stomach in general, so I was looking for an ice cream option that didn't upset my stomach as much as typical ice cream does. So I started eating the dairy-free options that were available to me. And I thought that those were healthier because they were organic or non-GMO or, you know, made without milk. But my stomach still really hurt. So I switched to the lighter options like Halo Top that are lower in calories, fat, and sugar. But that hurt my stomach even more. So I was trying to find an ice cream that didn't upset my stomach, and I really started investigating the ingredients that were in those options that I was eating, and there were ingredients like gums, sugar alcohols, corn syrup, different kinds of fiber added, and ingredients that I could not even pronounce and I could not digest. So if I didn't recognize those ingredients, my body certainly didn't either. And so I started making ice cream in my dorm out of fruit, honey, and coconut cream, and it wound up tasting amazing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I was focused on school, and then I was like, oh, nope, I'm going to make ice cream now. And I did that in my free time for a whole summer and shared it with my friends at school when I got back. Yeah, so it was a pretty fun journey. When when you talk about finding something that's a need, desperately a need in the world, but you actually took it from a personal, you really needed something. And so you talk about, it's sort of the cliche phrase, but talking about walking the walk, you certainly did that. (laughs) How were you able though to launch? Okay. So now you have this idea, you know, you have a need, you have a personal passion for it because you understood that what you were creating, right, was not going to only help you, but there, there had to be other people out there with this need. How did you launch from like this idea to the actual product and then a company? Yeah, it was definitely an exciting journey, I would say. We entered into a pitch contest, my co-founder and I, at our college. So fortunately that year they had a competition called the College New Venture Challenge at the business school at the University of Chicago. 
And I thought, why not just enter? I did not think we had a chance at winning, to be quite honest, because we weren't a tech company. Tech companies mostly won these contests. But we decided, you know what, we're just going to enter. And then we went through a few different rounds of pitching, created a business plan. It was kind of like Shark Tank, but for college students. And we ultimately wound up winning, which was such, I think, the best thing that happened to us because we received grant money and we received some validation that we had an idea that people were looking for in the market. So with that grant money, we decided, okay, we're going to call our ice cream Fronin. And Fronin is actually the German word for indulge. And we took the grant money and started trying to figure out who our customers are and how to get into grocery stores because we thought, oh, it's a simple process. You go, you put your product on the shelf, people will want it. But we learned it was way more complicated than that. There's a lot of different aspects of building the business that we needed to figure out, like the manufacturing part of the business, who would be distributing our products to grocery stores, and how we would ultimately be able to create an appealing brand that people actually want and then market our brand enough so that we can sell our ice cream when it hits the shelf. So we we did a lot of sampling at first before we even figured out (laughs) any of that stuff. So a lot of customers that we spoke with. The fun part of the job is the sampling part. And there's one thing that you said that I really do think so many people do not realize. Throughout the country, in most universities and colleges, often they have these programs in which they are, you can enter. And I remember when my daughter was in college, they were both on the rowing team, at University of Notre Dame rowing team, and my daughter and her friend. And one was a pre-med major, and my daughter was a business and finance major. And they were going to launch their own company, had nothing to do with what they did. And they actually made it to the final round, which even if they didn't win, the experience and the learning process of having to put this together and present, it was amazing. And I think when you brought that up, I thought, I think so many students think, well, I'm not this. But if they have an idea, it is such a great venue. I mean, for those of us who know college students or, or even graduate students that want to partake of this, those type of programs are empowering and often are the start of some of our renowned industries in the country. Yeah, they absolutely are. And I think they really gave me confidence when it comes to public speaking, because I was always the person who just didn't raise their hand in class because I was so worried about sounding a certain way. And I look back at that young woman and I'm like, why were you afraid to voice your opinions in class and speak publicly? And after doing this, I feel like I have so much more confidence that I could put myself out there. So I think that was definitely a learning curve, especially for younger women. You know, I always hear that they're feeling like they could be overshadowed. I I just can't agree more with you. I think you are so right. And when I think of my daughter and her friend here, they decided they were going to enter this contest and They were both probably very reserved when you're a finance major, you're all mathematical and you're a pre-med major. You're not, you're right. You're not marketing and PR and it created in them. First of all, they had so much fun doing it. But the second thing is, I think you're right. They realized, wait, we can do this. And they took it, I think, onto what they they eventually did. But I think they shocked themselves when they made the final round. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a good experience. And I would love to know, here you are, and you found a need, a personal need. You walk the walk. You launch this idea. You're forming a company. You're partnering. You're learning how to partner with someone else. But what's like the most rewarding, would you say, part of this whole journey so far for you? I would definitely say that our 
customers are the most rewarding part. So I, I discovered a bunch of different communities of people who follow diets closer to what I follow. So there's a few different diets that are used to help manage autoimmune diseases instead of having to use traditional medication, or they're used with traditional medication with the hope that eventually the diet will help you maintain whatever autoimmune disease you have, and you'll be able to feel amazing all the time. So one is the autoimmune protocol or AIP, and the other one is the specific carbohydrate diet, SCD. And these diets are kind of think of stricter versions of the paleo diet and close to the whole 30. And I started eating that way shortly after starting Fronin and then discovered that there are people like me out there who were sick of making ice cream for themselves, couldn't eat anything that they found in the store. And I've become a part of their communities, which has been amazing to actually, I have new friends, I would say, through doing this business. And also for a lot of younger children to be able to go to school or go to a friend's house and to be able to have a packaged good that they could buy at a grocery store that fits their diet and not feel like the odd one out, I think has been the most rewarding thing as well. Because when I was a kid, I was gluten-free and I always had the special bread. My mother's amazing. She would help me make food from scratch or she would bake things, but I couldn't eat what the other kids were eating. So I think knowing that a lot of parents reach out to us and tell us that, oh, my son or daughter feels so included, it's the best feeling in the entire world. And because I was that kid, I am so grateful to give back to that experience. And they can actually, Jessica, they can go on your Fronin link, right, if they want more information on that. Because I think that so many people that are in this situation that have preschoolers or high school kids that are struggling with this, I think it would be really helpful for them to, if nothing else, to feel like there's something out there for us that we don't have to feel so ostracized. So that's great feedback. And every podcast we always finish up, and I would love you to share. I think the most impressive thing is how young you are and how entrepreneurial you are. So from an entrepreneur's perspective, amazing, just amazing. So you have to be congratulated for for what you've achieved already. But what advice would you give another young woman entrepreneur or a a parent that's listening or a grandparent that knows a young woman that has similar passions, maybe not in the ice cream industry or trying to solve a problem for medical needs, but what would you tell a young entrepreneur who's just starting out? It doesn't have to be one piece. It can be of several, but a real, a solid piece of advice for them because you really have experienced this now. Yeah, I love this question. I definitely would say two things. One, I, before going to college, didn't really know much about entrepreneurship, and I think schools are doing a better effort now to educate their students about what entrepreneurship is, and I think having known more about it, I would have been interested in it earlier. I actually had a full-time job offer when graduating college, and I had to make the decision whether or not to take my full-time job or to do Fronin, and to me, it felt like a really big risk starting my own company versus having a steady paycheck and a lifestyle that I was more used to. So I think educating students and telling them that you you can take this route, it should be just as acceptable of a route as going to a traditional full-time job is something that I wish was more commonplace in schools. And my parents were so supportive. They were like, see what happens. And I think, you know, having family and friends being supportive was very, very helpful. The second thing I would say is just be confident. I wish I was 
more confident starting out, I think it would have really made me, I guess, question myself less and question my abilities less. And I think once you start to have more self-confidence, it's such a freeing feeling because you don't constantly worry about how did I sound when I did this? Did I do this correctly? And just really trusting yourself that you make the best decisions and that you can always, of course, improve, always looking to improve every aspect of my business, myself, but without being hard on myself. I think that was something that I struggled with a lot at first. So confidence is everything I would say too. Jessica, I can't tell you how impressed I am and I know our listeners are in all that you have accomplished. And for me personally, and I think for so many of us, we are going to look forward to tracking your journey because I think this is only the beginning of many, many more successes. So congratulations for all you've done so far. And thank you for taking the time to share the pros and cons of what you did and how you identified something that was happening in your life. And then you took that to an entire new level to give back to your community and society as a whole. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on and for the questions. I'm really excited that I could be here. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.